the teachings of the Ascended Masters are universal and available to all. The Ascended Masters themselves are the saints and sages of East and West, and their teachings incorporate the original core beliefs of all the world's major religions. No matter which religious path you follow, you will find these teachings equally compelling. This is The Open Door. Come along with us as we explore the teachings of the Ascended Masters. Here are the hosts for The Open Door, Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. And greetings, everyone. Welcome, and thank you for joining us today. You are tuned to The Open Door, the Internet voice of the Summit Lighthouse, where we publish and practice the teachings of the Ascended Masters. I'm Tom Schumacher. And I'm Terry Kennedy, and our focus today, Tom, is on the Ascension. You know, well, Terry, we have been building up to this for quite a while. And the time has come to lay it out. And as the Ascended Masters teach us, the Ascension is the goal of life. And a lofty goal it is. You know, Because we're talking about nothing short of our souls reuniting with the heart of God. Remember when we first began framing this program? Oh, sure, yeah. yeah. It was it was built around what we have called the four essential questions. Well, that's right. You know, who am I? Why am I here? Where am I going? And how do I get there? Well, the Ascension is the answer to question <laughs> three. Where am I going? That's right. And it's all about finally going home. And this process of ascending is at the very heart of the Ascended Master's teachings, which answer a very deep soul hunger to return to the pure state that we all once knew. And it was this craving in my soul for permanent (laughs) connection with God that led me to the teachings in the first place. Well, same with me, and I'm sure for many others as well. You know, it's quite a revelation. I know that when the idea that we all have an I am presence finally penetrated my consciousness, I understood that this presence, because it is part of God, must eventually return to its source. Taking you with it. Well, taking us, yeah. (laughs) Knowing that my I am presence is the essential me, where my I am presence goes, I now choose to go too. And and in just a few moments, we'll hear Elizabeth Clare Prophet with more on the ascension. Mm -hmm. In the meantime, let's set the stage a little bit for what ascending truly means. That's a good idea. Well, now imagine that you are eternally young, in perfect health, and free to expand your horizons in any direction you choose. You are in constant contact with angels and ascended masters. Well, in fact, you yourself have become an ascended master. This is what happens when we fulfill our reason for being and ascend. I'm thinking back to an earlier show when our friend Sidney Bennett was talking about the ascended state. Oh, I remember. You know, He pointed out that the ascension is not an end, but rather a whole new beginning. Right. <laughs> As ascended beings... We are living in an expanded state of consciousness where there is no time or space and where choices for doing, being, and serving are virtually limitless. Plus, once we've made our ascension, we don't have to come back. That's that's (laughs) right. Our ascension means that we have finally graduated after who knows how many lifetimes from Earth's challenging schoolroom and entering a whole new world of opportunity. You know, and we don't forget who we are either. No, we don't. Hmm. We're not swallowed up in some kind of amorphous... Is that the way to pronounce that? Amorphous. Amorphous God consciousness. Uh, Our individual identity remains, though it is rather expanded. (laughs) That's putting it mildly. (laughs) The ascended state is actually a very specific reality that allows us to each continue learning, expanding, and transcending ourselves. For uh, For most people, once they know the ascension is real and they can attain it for themselves, there's no turning back. No, there's no turning back, but the ascension is not automatic either. There are definitely conditions, and in just a few minutes, Elizabeth Clare Prophet will spell them out for us in detail. You know, in the meantime, um, I want to stress something that we always try to convey on this program. There are no accidents. Those of you listening to this program have found this information because your souls wanted you to find it. You may very well have been preparing for many lifetimes to finally hear this information. And by the way, 
there is certainly nothing special about us. We're just here to deliver the good news about your ascension. And this is the good news that your soul has been waiting to hear for a very long time. Yes, and one of the most important reasons we're stressing this point is because of the magnitude of this opportunity. Whether or not you know it, in this moment, your ascension is a big deal. <laughs> well, the biggest, really. It's like we said at the outset of today's program. The ascension is the goal of life. And it's really wonderful that you, our audience, are here today to hear this message. You're in the right place at the right time, and not everyone is so fortunate. Yeah, so please grab this opportunity while you can, and don't let it go. And, and you can thank us for it after you made your ascension. Well, when you make your ascension, <laughs> we'll be thanking you. Yeah, that has something to do with good karma, I think. <laughs> oh, well, yes, without a doubt. With a healthy dose of enlightened self-interest thrown in for good measure. You know, and speaking of karma, one of the requirements for the ascension is the balancing of at least 51% of our karma. Another good reason to keep on the right side of life and always choosing to do the right thing. Again, we'll hear more about the basic requirements for making your ascension in just a minute or two. But before we go there, let's stress another important point about the ascension that we made at the outset of today's program. When you ascend, you will be an ascended master. Yeah. Now think about that. <laughs> you will have earned your wings, so to speak, and they are yours for eternity. Try affirming this reality in your thoughts and prayers daily, um, like something like this. I am the ascended master I am intended to be right now. I am the ascended master I am intended to be right now. Repeat this often because it will hasten your victory. Now, there is an ascended master who oversees the ascension process. Well, quite right. And that would be Serapis Bey, the Chohan or Lord of the Fourth Ray and Hierarch of the Ascension Temple. The fourth ray is both the ascension flame and the white light of the mother in the base of the spine chakra. Out of this pure white light comes architecture, mm -hmm. the principles of mathematics, and the foundations of the pyramid of self. And it is Serapis Bay who reminds us that the ascension is the acceleration of God within us and our return to the white fire core of being. Christians call this going to heaven. Buddhists call it entering a parinir parinirvana, mm -hmm. and, uh, which is also the great soul liberation. And liberation it is, because it is our escape from the rounds of rebirth and our freedom from our own karma. We can't say enough about the ascension, can we, Tom? Well, you know, it's virtually impossible to underestimate the importance of the ascension because it is so relevant to each one of us. Which makes it doubly unfortunate mm -hmm. that the ascension is not taught in our schools, churches, and synagogues. Well, the fact that we are each meant to ascend should be common knowledge in our earliest childhood. Because when the reality of the ascension is known and accepted, it will without question inform everything we subsequently think, say, and do. Exactly. And, and who would want to knowingly jeopardize their shot at immortality? I don't understand. Uh, gee, uh, let me see. Uh, uh, ignorance, uh, eternal life. Ignorance, eternal life. Boy, I, I don't know. That's that's a tough one. <laughs> kind of makes you grind your teeth a bit when you realize what's been withheld for whatever reason. And it has been withheld from us consciously and willfully. Keeping the majority of Western civilization, in particular in the dark, has not been a simple oversight or misunderstanding or accident. Nope, nope. <laughs> there is certainly a method of madness to this. Uh, yeah. Keeping us in the dark has been engineered by design. Well, it has fallen angels written all over it. Oh, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they may conspire to hide the fact of the ascension from us, but they cannot deny its reality. No, they cannot. And on that note, let's now hear Elizabeth Clare Prophet on the requirements for the ascension. Good idea. The path of your ascension, which you have been choosing to follow for many lifetimes, occurs when the Son of Man, you seated here, have put on a sufficiency of the Son of God and the Father with you. When you have fulfilled your divine plan with your twin flame, balanced 51% of your karma 
at the conclusion of the lifetime when you accomplish this, your soul ascends to that white fire core of the I Am Presence and you are restored fully to immortality and there is no necessity of that soul ever going forth again into the veil of karma and sorrow and samsara and the repetition of incarnations. This teaching is so vital to us today because we are at the end of the Piscean Age, 2,000 years, when this is the harvest, not only of karma and works, but of souls. Many souls upon earth are destined to make their ascension in this life. I remember hearing the tale of a wonderful woman who worked for me for many years prior to her passing, and her name was Beulah. And she had been born in a family that didn't want her, and she was passed on to her aunt and passed on to another. Even when she was three years old, one of them put her on the porch and with all of her belongings packed in a bag and said, I don't want you. And one day Beulah was a very small child, and I think they didn't want her because she had a hearing defect from birth. She could practically hear nothing, but through advanced science she began to hear in later years. And she told me, about how she was sitting under a tree contemplating her fate as a small child and how the angel of God came to her and said, Beulah, 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 you have to make your ascension in this life. This is the lifetime for your ascension. This blessed soul served people all the days of her life. She raised five children, she worked hard, she loved God, glorified him continuously found this path and teachings, began to invoke the violet flame, transmuted and balanced a certain portion of karma. The remainder of her, her portion of karma, bless her heart, was uh, passing through her as cancer in the body. She finally did pass on of that cancer. She was taken to etheric octaves of light and temples, given further preparation, and from that etheric level, achieved that ascension, that reunion with God. And I can tell you that I was a witness to her ascension, to her be being taken up into this white fire in the coil of light. It is a path that I have seen many individuals fulfill, many by comparison, let us say. I could talk about several dozen that I have witnessed make that ascension after the change called death. We're not calling about, talking about a physical ascension. We're talking about the soul's assumption unto God. It is because we have concluded the age of Pisces and the new age of Aquarius is dawning that this option is open to us. Why ascend when there is so much work to be done on earth? Because when you ascend to God, you raise the entire planetary evolution. But remember, you are ascending daily. Every day a portion of you returns to God. At the change called death, it is only the last vestiges of ourself that returns. Because each time we are sowing good words and good works, our meditations and our dynamic decrees, that light is going back to our causal body. Ah, wonderful story. Great teaching. Now, when we return, we will hear an extended interview with Elizabeth Clare Prophet, in which she introduces us to Serapis Bay, that stern and yet beloved master who disciplines us in the initiations for the ascension. You'll definitely want to hear this. Please stay with us.
the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. On the spiritual quest, our upward journey hinges on four basic questions. Who am I? Why am I here? Where am I going? How do I get there? Who are you? You are a spiritual being, a child of God. And when you recognize this, your whole world changes for the better, no matter where you are or who you're with. The power of this inner knowing will compel you to come up higher. Why are you here? To master your human nature, fulfill your divine purpose, and become one with God. Where are you going? Simply put, you are returning home to the heart of God, where your soul's journey began so very long ago. How do you get there? Follow the Ascended Masters. These great saints and sages of East and West have walked where you walk. They are committed to helping you to find your way home. And their teachings are always practical. Our goal on The Open Door is to keep the spiritual journey as simple and uncomplicated as possible so that all who choose can walk this path with confidence and certainty. The Open Door is live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. And we are the Summit Lighthouse, the pathway to your ascension. For more information, visit www.tsl.org. Do you know what it means to be a keeper of the flame? It means pledging to see the earth through to a golden age of freedom, peace, and enlightenment by keeping the flame of life. Keepers of the Flame is a non-denominational fraternity in the tradition of ancient spiritual orders that was founded by St. Germain in 1961. Keepers receive monthly lessons revealing a wealth of teachings from the Ascended Masters designed to open eyes, minds, and hearts to a vast spiritual reality. And anyone can join. Better yet, Keepers of the Flame lessons are now online, making them available anytime, anywhere. These are the same word-for-word as the printed originals, plus they include a full palette of supplementary graphic video and audio material to support and enhance your learning experience. Why not see for yourself? Download Lesson 1 now completely free. Simply go to www.tsl.org keepers and in seconds you could be exploring a whole new world of practical Ascended Master teachings. Become a keeper of the flame of life today and change the world. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. You are listening to The Open Door, hosted by Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. If you have a question or comment about our series, please send your emails to webradio at tsl.org. That's webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to The Open Door. What is the path of the ascension? What do karma and dharma have to do with it? And what do we have to do to make our ascensions? Elizabeth Clare Prophet answers these questions and more in the following interview. Our interviewer is Doug Kenyon. Who is Serapis Bay? <laughs> Serapis Bay, Doug, is one of my favorite ascended masters. He is the hierarch of the Ascension Temple at Luxor, Egypt. He's known as the Great Disciplinarian, and he is the beloved Master who disciplines us in the initiations for the Ascension. What's the Ascension? The Ascension is our acceleration of the consciousness of God and our return to the white fire core of being. 
I guess Christians call it going to heaven, and Hinduists and Buddhists call it entering nirvana, the great soul liberation. It is indeed the liberation. It is our freedom from the round of rebirth and our freedom from our own karma. What's the connection between Serapis Bay and the Ascension? Serapis Bay is a son of God who came to earth with many sons and daughters of God, led by the one who is referred to in the book of Daniel as the Ancient of Days. The Ancient of Days is Sanat Kumara, one of the seven holy Kumaras who are masters of the seven rays on the planet Venus. Serapis Bay was embodied on Atlantis, and prior to the sinking of Atlantis, he was directed to take the focus of the flame of the ascension and to establish the temple which is now in the etheric plane at Luxor, Egypt. Serapis Bay's teaching is a very practical initiation on the path of purity so that we can understand how we may earn our ascension in this life on any one of the seven rays of the Christ. Serapis says, The future is what you make it, even as the present is what you made it. If you do not like it, God has provided a way for you to change it, and the way is through the acceptance of the currents of the ascension flame. I really think that the awareness that we can return to God in this life is something which many do not have, and others have a misconception of it. They think that by a simple declaration of faith or confession of the name Jesus Christ that they will automatically be received into the courts of heaven. Unfortunately, this is not so. For the great law requires that we shall balance every jot and tittle of the law, and this law is the law of karma. Hence God has provided for us the way of reincarnation whereby the soul takes embodiment again and again so that it can finally prove the law of love whereby it can reunite with the living God. Serapis teaches that the path of the ascension is the path of love. He says it is love and the dream of love fulfilled. So we know that it is the way of love that leads to the way of purity. The ascension flame corresponds to the base of the spine chakra. The white chakra is the focal point of the energy of mother, which the Hindus refer to as the goddess Kundalini and which we salute as the Hail Mary or Hail Mother Ray. Whichever way we pursue the flame of mother, it is the raising up of this energy to the crown of life and to the third eye via the caduceus action which gives us the mastery over sin, disease and death and our ultimate overcoming. In the East, in fact, in the life of Ramakrishna, we understand that Jesus the Christ is regarded as the great yogi, the son of God. And truly he was because he mastered the energies of the chakras. I remember early in my life when I was just a teenager coming out of a Christian church and feeling the presence of the Holy Spirit descend upon me and give me a very intense awareness why I have to ascend in this life. And I knew that God was telling me that my soul must return to him never to go out again. 
It was then that I began pursuing the path of the ascension as it is taught in East and West, and the end of my search was the discovery of the master Serapis Bay, the Chohan of the fourth ray of the ascension, and of his retreat at Luxor, Egypt. In this retreat on the Nile River there is the focus of the ascension flame. Candidates for the ascension from all over the world in every religion are invited to come to this retreat in their etheric bodies while they sleep at night. The training which Serapis gives is a training of the highest discipline of the white light of Alpha and Omega in each one of the seven centers of God's being. You may think that the ascension is something of the past or that it was only for Jesus the Christ or Mother Mary. When in fact, there are many modern saints who have earned their ascension. One such saint is Pope John the Twenty-Third, Another, Saint Therese of Lisieux. Mother Cabrini made her ascension and so did Mary Baker Eddy. There have been ones who have ascended from every continent and through every religion and all of these have achieved that ascension through the disciplines of love. As Serapis Bay says, the disciplines for the initiations of the ascension into higher consciousness can be borne only by love, by the heart and the soul so filled with love for God, the great Guru, that it will endure unto the end, the end of the cycles of human consciousness. That human consciousness which Serapis Bay is talking about is a qualification of the energy of God with the imperfection of the human mind with its limitation. Serapis teaches us that we have the dispensation today whereby if we balance only 51% of our karma, we can pass through the initiation of the ascension. The remaining 49% of our karma is balanced after the ascension. For those who do not realize the extreme requirements of the past, may I say that formerly it was required that 100% of an individual's karma be balanced prior to the ascension. That meant that every erg of energy, every jot and tittle of the law, of all energy that was given to man by God since his first incarnation in matter, had to be balanced and requalified with light. This means from every lifetime, every fear and doubt, every hatred, every wrong deed, had to be balanced through the flame of the Holy Spirit. In the Aquarian age, we have the dispensation of the great mercy of the law, whereby that 51% is an adequate manifestation, and so by the grace and the gift of the Holy Spirit and of the Lord Jesus Christ, we are able to re-enter that state of union and from that point balance every debt to life. Are there any other requirements for the ascension? A most important requirement is the fulfillment of one's inner divine plan or the soul blueprint. We all came forth from God with a very special mission, a very special purpose on earth to be a scientist, to be an artist, to be a minister, to be a saint. Whatever it is, we must fulfill that calling, and many times it requires a number of incarnations to do so. 
many souls on earth today who are advanced in the way and the calling of the Christ have already fulfilled a great portion of that inner blueprint, and so they are seeking the path of the great reunion. This reunion with God was taught by beloved Yogananda and his masters Sri Yuktasvar and Lahiri Mahasha, Babaji and Mataji. These masters are counted among the unascended gurus of the great white brotherhood. They are the bodhisattvas. Although Yogananda was able to preserve his body temple after death, he did not elect to take his ascension. Rather, he abides at the etheric plane in the etheric retreats of the great white brotherhood with other masters of the Himalayas, training and tutoring souls who are walking in the way of the Christ and the Buddha to attain that reunion. We have contact with Yogananda and the masters who form a part of his service in the training of devotees in the way of Kriya Yoga. These masters are very real. Whether ascended or unascended, they abide in the octaves of light and they are receiving their devotees today, this very day, in the retreats of the Great White Brotherhood. The teachings and meditations of Yogananda, especially his mantras, demonstrating the science of the spoken word, are also for the path of the ascension. It is the desire of Yogananda to bring his disciples into the awareness of the teachings of the ascended masters, even as it is the desire of the ascended masters to teach their disciples the way of the unascended adepts of the Himalayas. What demands does Serapis Bey make on his disciples? Serapis Bey asks the supreme question of all of us. How much do you love? How great is your love? Is your love great enough to make the sacrifice for the overcoming, for the path, for the cause of the great white brotherhood, in order that others among mankind might also receive the teachings, the law, and the understanding of the fulfillment of the promise of love? He says, faced with this question, the individual must either retreat into his old ways of the self-centered existence or come forth from that cocoon of selfishness and fly with the wings of the Spirit, the wings of love that are the certain victory. Thank you very much. Uh, and that is a good question. How much do we love? Yeah. yeah. Well, up next, our weekly Q&A, and today, once again, we are joined by Reverend Sidney Bennett. Please stay with us. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. On the spiritual quest, our upward journey hinges on four basic questions. Who am I? Why am I here? Where am I going? How do I get there? Who are you? You are a spiritual being, a child of God. And when you recognize this, your whole world changes for the better. No matter where you are or who you're with, the power of this inner knowing will compel you to come up higher. Why are you here? To master your human nature, fulfill your divine purpose, and become one with God. Where are you going? Simply put, you are returning home to the heart of God, where your soul's journey began so very long ago. How do you get there? 
Follow the Ascended Masters. These great saints and sages of East and West have walked where you walk. They are committed to helping you to find your way home. And their teachings are always practical. Our goal on The Open Door is to keep the spiritual journey as simple and uncomplicated as possible so that all who choose can walk this path with confidence and certainty. The Open Door is live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. And we are the Summit Lighthouse, the pathway to your ascension. For more information, visit www.tsl.org. Imagine that you are eternally young, in perfect health, free to expand your horizons in all directions. You are in the company of angels and ascended masters. In fact, you yourself have become an ascended master. This is what happens when you ascend and fulfill your reason for being. The Ascension is the reunion of the soul with God, the ultimate goal of life. Now, two exciting new online courses from Summit University are available that fully explore the path of the Ascension. Featuring riveting lectures by Elizabeth Clare Prophet and practical techniques for lasting transformation, these courses remind you what your soul has always known. You are here to ascend. Ready to finally return home to the heart of God? Sign up today for our exciting new online courses. Here's how. What is the Ascension? A one-unit introductory mini-course, only $14.95, summituniversity.org slash ascension intro. And Ascension, the goal of life. Seven units for only $39.95 now through April 10th. summituniversity.org slash goal of life. Your Ascension, it's why you're here. Be visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. are listening to The Open Door, hosted by Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. If you have a question or comment about our series, please send your emails to webradio at tsl.org. That's webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to The Open Door. We are back, and as promised, we are joined by Reverend Sidney Bennett. Hi, Sid. <laughs> Gentlemen, good Hi, to be here. Sid. You know, before we get to today's questions, I want to mention a couple of important websites. And you might want to get out a pencil or pen and write down the websites I'll be mentioning. That's because throughout today's program, we are announcing, ta-da, the launch of two great new online courses that Summit University, from Summit University, on the Ascension. That's right. And and we'd like to begin by announcing the launch of our very first online mini course. Mm -hmm. This is an introductory one-unit course titled, What is the Ascension? It's terrific. It's only fourteen ninety five, and it's available at summituniversity.org slash ascension intro. Once again, that's summituniversity.org slash ascension intro. Yeah, and the other is a full seven-unit online course entitled Ascension, the Goal of Life. Now, normally this is forty nine ninety five, but we're offering this program for a limited time at the special low price of thirty nine ninety five. And here's where you'll find it, summituniversity.org slash goal of life. Again, that's summituniversity.org slash goal of life. Sign up today. Also today, we are announcing the launch of a new dynamic website for the Keepers of the Flame fraternity. Yeah, you've heard us speaking about the Keepers of the Flame fraternity in many of our broadcasts. That's right. We've been sharing recently the Keepers of Flame, you know, it's a non-denominational fraternity Mm -hmm. in the tradition of the ancient spiritual orders. And this is a great opportunity, the only one I know of, to gain the spiritual sponsorship of St. Germain. Mm-hmm. He walks with us through these. Mm-hmm. The Keeper of the Flame course is 33 monthly lessons on the practical application of the cosmic law 
that assists us as we walk the path of soul-testing spiritual growth that will lead to our ascension. Indeed. And, and here's the best part. The original Keepers of the Flame lessons that so many have come to know and love over the last 50 years are now available online. Yeah, and these are the same, word for word, as the original printed lessons. Plus, they now include a full palette of supplementary audio video, and graphic material that greatly enhances your learning experience. And these lessons are a priceless collection of the teachings of the Ascended Masters, and you can sample Lesson 1 absolutely free. Simply go to tsl.org slash keepers for all the details. That's tsl.org slash keepers. And don't worry if you missed the links we've just mentioned. We'll we'll repeat them again before the end of today's program. (laughs) Yes, and now back to our regularly scheduled (laughs) Q&A. Um, thanks for your patience, Sid. Um, now, I find the idea of the soul returning home to be quite poignant and evocative. In fact, for some who tune in to their soul's yearning, it can be a very emotional experience. How long have we been away from home? A long, long <laughs> time. And it's not the same with all of us. You know, mm-hmm. we've shared before in the past that there are souls of different age. In other words, there's newer mm-hmm. souls and there's older souls. And uh, I think we're one of the older souls, uh, the was way it, we feel sometimes. What does that say about us? <laughs> but, but whether you're old or new, it has been a long time. And mm-hmm. I think we've all stood, you know, watching a sunrise or a sunset or some beautiful scene in nature. And there's something within our hearts that has responded, that there's we know there's something greater mm-hmm. out there. There's a place we're meant to be, and yet we can't get a handle on it. But we know it's there, and I yeah. think we've all felt that. And and now we have this knowledge. We know what our goal is. We're going home to God through the ascension, and it truly is home. We're just here on a temporary basis. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in order to get back home, what's the best way to accelerate the balancing of our karma? Well, I think one of the first things we have to do is take ownership of our karma. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that takes a lot of courage. And you think about, whoa, not just what I've done in this life, but every other lifetime, it, be, it can become overwhelming. Right. But if we understand that there is a way out, that God has given us the tools, then we'll say, okay, God, I'm ready to turn around and start the trek back to you. And when you do that, God then can move to help you. In other words, God and the masters will respond as you make an effort. Mm-hmm. Plus, we have the extraordinary gift of the violet flame, which can transmute massive amount of karma through the science of the spoken word that we could never do in one lifetime without it. And then the third thing, which I love, is we give the violet flame to balance karma and so forth. In our service to life and prayers for the people on this planet, not only do you help this planet and can bring it closer to the golden age it's intended to be, but at the same time you're praying for the planet, you're also balancing more of your karma. So it's a tremendous Mm -hmm. opportunity. It can be done. You know, St. Germain has promised us that we can, if we follow this path and practice the teachings as he has taught us, that we can either make our ascension in this life or the next one, depending how old we are and so forth in terms of the number of years we have. Mm-hmm. All we have to do is take the opportunity. There is a way out. But, you know, we have to be sensitive that this is the time and the cycle to do it. Well, as we said earlier, you know, we're talking about opportunity. This is a golden opportunity. Right. And you know what? Um, it, there's a danger that you don't recognize it. Mm-hmm. In other words, um, you know, we've been on this path so long and we've been going to this point for so long that suddenly when you wake up and say, oh, I'm here, you know, and that, <laughs> right. that takes a realization and a recognition. And this is where you have to pray that God and the Holy Spirit will affirm within your being that this is the hour and this is the time that we are made, meant to make this ascension. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's not just another lifetime, so to speak. I mean, look what's <laughs> going on in the world. I think we can, we know it's not just another lifetime, mm, boy, but it's, it's a crucial time in history. And so, you know, seize the day, carpe diem, you know, mm. as they used to say. And, and it's, you know, begin where you are. You don't, 
God respects where you are, understands where you are, and will work with you no matter what you've done in this embodiment or other embodiments. Believe me, we've all done it all. <laughs> all that can be done on this planet, we've done it, the good and the yeah. bad. And so there is a way out. No matter what you've done, there is a way out. Carpe yeah. momentum. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Um, does, the, does the body ascend or is it just the soul? You know, there can be physical ascensions. Uh, it takes a soul a great attainment and mastery to do this. Typically, what we see, as Mrs. Prophet described, is when you pass from the screen of life, uh, we believe in committing the physical form to the physical fire, uh, cremation, and mm -hmm. so forth, mm -hmm. then you can ascend at the soul level. And that is typically the path that most of us will take. Now, can those who follow any religion make their ascensions? Well, absolutely. Obviously, mm -hmm. all the world's major religions have sponsorship from God. They've sent forth great adepts to teach, whether it's Gautama Buddha or Jesus or, or the teachings of Hinduism and so forth, we have to understand that there is, in the original form, they all are the pure teaching of God, but there are different ways up the mountain, so to speak. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, everyone must come through Jesus, and that he has the role of, as we seek to become one with our holy Christ self, we have to go through Jesus as he taught us. So, okay. But, you know, other people, like Yoganda, Mrs. Prophet mentioned, love Jesus. He has it on mm -hmm. his altar, you know, and, and the Buddhists and many Hindus also honor Jesus. So it's not a stumbling block, but it's just it is, it is part of the path to get there. You know, I, 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 I've heard that before, but I'd forgotten that, that he is referred to as the great yogi. It's interesting because that's the melding of East and West, or the merging, rather. Well, especially when we know all the missing years, the lost years of Jesus, he oh, yes. spent in India, in the, in the Himalayas, the learning the path of the Buddha and other teachings as well. Yeah. well you know, speaking of the pathway, um, is there some place candidates for the ascension go after the death of the physical body, but before they make their actual ascension? Well, it, it, some people will ascend very quickly after they pass from the screen of life. Others will take some time to do it, and that may be requiring balancing a little more karma or learning some lessons, but typically you will go to the retreat of the ascension, which is over Luxor, Egypt, mm -hmm. where Serapis Bay, we mentioned, is the hierarch or in charge of that retreat, where we'll try to sort of clean up the last debris, so to speak, <laughs> that we yeah. can. And many times we'll be put in situations with people that we had karma with in the physical plane. Oh, really? To try and resolve it and work it out. Uh -huh. So, um, you know, it depends on the individual. As I said, some will ascend very quickly, some will take some time and then make their ascension for many levels. Mm. Yeah. Uh, do ascended masters ever return to the physical plane, and if so, why? And and uh, do we know any of them? Well, they do, but again, it's a it's a pretty rare occurrence. For instance, John the Baptist was the prophet Elijah, and he was born of woman and came forth and lived his life. And mm -hmm. once we know what happened to him, that's yeah. what they do to returning ascended masters, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's typically very rare. Saint Germain, after his ascension, came back. He was the wonder man of Europe. It's recorded in the history books that he was there trying to unite Europe in the same way he united the United States. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there, there's various people that will do this. And once in a while, an ascended master periodically will take will come, take a physical form mm -hmm. on the planet, not be born, but will just appear and put on the garb, so to speak, of, of wherever they are for a specific purpose and mission. But typically, the masters do not return to the earth. Huh. Uh -huh. Well, um, once we've ascended, do we reach some kind of a plateau or is there more yet to come? Well, as, as you suggested in, <laughs> in, in your a loaded question discussion right at the beginning, of course, <laughs> was it's just the beginning. Yeah. You know, this is a milestone of milestones in the evolution of the soul because it means eternal life. We are souls evolving whose goal is the ascension and eternal life, but it's not automatic. Mm -hmm. But once you make that, it just opens up the entire universe to go on. And uh, we've spoken of this before. You know, nobody wants to be bored in heaven, and there's no danger <laughs> of that. You can continually <laughs> transcend yourself, be more of God, help more. There's worlds yet to be created. 
souls yet to be nurtured. I mean, it's the beginning of the grand adventure of all eternity. Wow. Yeah, I know we mentioned at the outset of the program, we also um, heard it in the promo, that, you know, was the, imagine that you are eternally young and in perfect health, your expanded horizons are just limitless, you know, and you are an ascended master. Well, it's who we really are, and I think (laughs) that, you know, that's hard to comprehend because we're so used to being in a physical body and dealing with the challenges of a physical body and, and, you know, the karma and so forth. We realize there is an end to karma. Mm-hmm. It's not infinite. That's the good news. Yay. And so as we start on this path, sometimes it seems infinite, <laughs> but it really isn't. And, and, you know, we don't know the measure of a man in terms of how much karma we're balancing and so forth. But when we have that faith and trust, that by following the teachings of the Ascended Masters that we're going to get there, we will get there. Yeah. And so that's where, you know, again, it takes, it's not a passive path. It's an active, a very active path. It's like going to the highest level of university. You know, you have to work, you strive, you're taught, and then you're tested. And it's a privilege to be tested. And if you find yourself in a tough situation in your life now, know it's also your karma, yes, but it's also a mercy and a grace that God is allowing that to manifest in your world so that you can be the victor over whatever situation that is, whether it's a illness, a family member, whatever it is, you are there for a reason and take advantage of it. Because if you don't take advantage of it, it's going to repeat itself over and over and <laughs> over again. So this is the ultimate graduate degree. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you know something I was thinking of earlier is, uh, I mean, we have these 12-step programs yeah. and people... <laughs> People make a commitment to 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 do that and and get over their addictions. So if we're looking at karma, we can make a commitment to say do the same sort of a twelve step commitment, so to speak, and and take it on. Right. Well, you start somewhere, and, yeah. And don't allow yourself to be overwhelmed by it, yeah. because God has the solution. And if if you don't start now, when are you going to start? You yeah. know, I mean, I've heard people say, "Well, I'm really not going. I'll do. It. I'll send in another lifetime." Well, that's risky business. No kidding. Because you number one. You don't know if you're going to have the opportunity in another lifetime, if you're going to have the knowledge, if you're going to have the spiritual attainment to even recognize the truth. So right, right. now is the time. Now is the day of salvation, as yeah. it says in the Bible, to go after the truth and the light and to try it. You know, that's all you have to do is try it. Let the masters work with you. You know, we talked about the Keepers of the Flame lesson. St. Germain will sponsor you um, on this path. If you take the first step, they can return. Try it. Yes. It's a no-risk situation. Yeah, yeah. Well, do you think the world would be a different place if everyone knew that the ascension was a reality? I mean, I Obviously. think so. You know, yeah. we treat each other differently. We oh, strive yeah. differently. Yeah. It, it would be, you know, the beginning of the golden age on this planet. Well, yeah. It's, yeah, it's the golden rule, too. I mean, it's, when, when you know what to do, you can't unknow what you know. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> you know? true. Like, okay. Yeah. Well, we've got to take a break right here, but don't go away, because when we return, we will continue our discussion of the ascension and how you can prepare your soul for the final homeward journey. Don't go away. The 7th Wave Channel on The Voice America Network. Imagine that you are eternally young, in perfect health, free to expand your horizons in all directions. You are in the company of angels and ascended masters. In fact, you yourself have become an ascended master. This is what happens when you ascend and fulfill your reason for being. 
The Ascension is the reunion of the soul with God, the ultimate goal of life. Now, two exciting new online courses from Summit University are available that fully explore the path of the Ascension. Featuring riveting lectures by Elizabeth Clare Prophet and practical techniques for lasting transformation, these courses remind you what your soul has always known. You are here to ascend. Ready to finally return home to the heart of God? Sign up today for our exciting new online courses. Here's how. What is the Ascension? A one-unit introductory mini-course, only $14.95, summituniversity.org slash ascension intro. And Ascension, the goal of life. Seven units for only $39.95 now through April 10th. summituniversity.org slash goal of life. Your Ascension, it's why you're here. Being here with Ariel and Shia Kane is an ordinary person's guide to modern-day enlightenment. This show is an exciting exploration which opens the door to living in the moment. Don't miss being here. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern with Ariel and Shia Kane right here on the 7th Wave Network. Do you know what it means to be a keeper of the flame? It means pledging to see the earth through to a golden age of freedom, peace, and enlightenment by keeping the flame of life. Keepers of the Flame is a non-denominational fraternity in the tradition of ancient spiritual orders that was founded by St. Germain in 1961. Keepers receive monthly lessons revealing a wealth of teachings from the Ascended Masters designed to open eyes, minds, and hearts to a vast spiritual reality. And anyone can join. Better yet, Keepers of the Flame lessons are now online, making them available anytime, anywhere. These are the same word-for-word word as the printed originals, plus they include a full palette of supplementary graphic, video, and audio material to support and enhance your learning experience. Why not see for yourself? Download Lesson 1 now, completely free. Simply go to www.tsl.org keepers, and in seconds you could be exploring a whole new world of practical Ascended Master teachings. Become a keeper of the flame of life today and change the world. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to The Open Door, hosted by Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. If you have a question or comment about our series, please send your emails to webradio at tsl.org. That's webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to The Open Door. And we are back for more discussion with Sid Bennett on the subject of the Ascension. Okay, uh, we've spoken about and heard mention the fact that we need to balance 51% of our karma uh, as a requirement for this Ascension, Sid. So how has this always been the case, or is, is this a more modern development? It is a recent dispensation, I think, at the beginning of the, of the 20th century, and, you know, I was meditating on this, and you can imagine how challenging it is to balance 100% of your karma because mm-hmm. you can make karma at the same time you're balancing it. So it's, you know, you got to <laughs> take two steps yeah. forward for everyone back. So, and the reality is not very many souls were making it. And, of course, we have the opposition of the fallen angels and other things that have prevented us from making that progress. And so there was what's called a dispensation that came forth, adjusted that, and it's that we only have to balance 51%. And I thought, you know, they could have lowered it to 90, and it still would have been a great thing. (laughs) But to get it down to 51% is extraordinary, Mm -hmm. and it is the mercy and the grace of God. So we talk about the grace of God, the grace of Jesus Christ. It truly is there because of the opportunity it presents it. We still have to balance 100%, but we do the other half from the ascended state because 
you know, it's so easy to get waylaid. We've probably been close over 50% in other embodiments, and we've gotten waylaid and gone mm-hmm. below 50 again. So mm-hmm. it's a great mercy and grace to have this. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, you know, I think it kind of reminds us, too, just how important this truly is. I mean, that there is someone that says, oh, you know, I'll let you off uh, 50% of that karma, you know, every jot and tittle. Yeah. I mean, this is God's energy that we've misqualified, yeah. so it has to be requalified. Light so the law is still being down. honored, which everything must be balanced. But mm-hmm. it's just but not all here. The soul is immortal. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, here here's a two part question, and I, I know we're going to be covering ground we've already kind of answered before, but just for the sake of getting it sunken more deeply, I think we'll to kind of do this again. And that is this: let's say we've balanced fifty one percent of our karma, and we've satisfied the other essential requirements. We still have to balance the other forty nine percent, right? Right. And part two of the question, is it easier or harder to balance the remainder of our karma after we ascend? It is much, much harder to balance your karma Mm. after you ascend. When you're in a physical form, you can go talk to people, you can do things physically. You know, it's a tremendous opportunity. When you become an ascended master... People may or may not even know you're around. They might not have the <laughs> spiritual attunement to yeah. try and, you know, the master's trying to get, go various places and see things and so forth, but it's far, far harder. And the advice we have been given by the ascended masters, do everything you can to balance it well. You're an embodiment. And, you know, they've also taught us that the, the number one regret of ascended masters after they make their ascension is the time they wasted mm. in physical embodiment. <laughs> and, you know, we have requirements of the body, our jobs, our families, and so forth. But we can do more. We can do better. We can make better use of our time. And it's enlightened self-interest to do this. Plan and try to balance every erg of karma you can before you make your ascension. You'll never regret it. Like when you're inspired to just tell someone you love them, just go ahead and do it right then, right? Sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, <clears throat> excuse me. What about the people who need us in embodiment, <laughs> so to speak, to balance their karma? What happens to them if we ascend before our mutual karma is fully balanced? Well, uh, God makes an opportunity for that. I mean, <laughs> you don't have to worry about that. I want you, we should remember that the number one thing you can do for God, for this planet, for your family, for your twin flame, for all that's going on this planet is to make your ascension. Because when you make your ascension, it draws up the entire planet. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can serve your family, your loved ones, your twin flame, from the, the, as an ascended master, it could do much more than you can in the physical form. You know, you, you mentioned families. Um, I'm pretty sure that families, friends, and associates are, tell us a lot about our karma. Well, absolutely. <laughs> you know, and as Serapis says, Mrs. Prophet quote him, you know, you've made, we've made our worlds, mm-hmm. you know, by our past actions and decisions, we are where we are. But also remember that if this is indeed to be our last embodiment, God is going to give us a, a plateful, so to speak. Um, because we got a <laughs> yeah. lot to balance. And yeah. so we have the violet flame and other techniques, but we're still going to be facing very difficult and challenging situations because, you know, there's some things that need to be balanced on the physical. And, and Mrs. Prophet mentioned the, the Lady Beulah who ended up with cancer in her body. So there's some things you have to do in the physical to make it there. So, you know, you gird up yourselves and, and gird up mm-hmm. your loins, so to speak, to, to mm-hmm. fight this. But, you know, even though it's a battle, it's a joy to walk it because you know the goal and you know that every trial that you have, every difficulty, as you get through them, you're one step closer to really going home. Yeah. Well, that reminds us again, the four questions. This is the where am I going and how do I get there? You know, it's good to have a goal. I mean, it's good to know that you're not just here kind of in the middle of a field. And going, what do I do now? You know, exactly. You have a very clear sense of why. Exactly. Because how here. many lifetimes are being wasted? I'm sure we've wasted lifetimes, too, where we had the opportunity but didn't take advantage of it. And that's where free will comes in. 
You know, and again, we've spoken about this a lot, but I don't think we can say it too often. We must make the choice to become God. It is not automatic. Yeah. Yeah. As those who might consider us enemies or even those who simply rub us the wrong way, and these people are tied to us karmically, what can we do if they don't want to bury the hatchet and, and make peace? I mean, well, this is a good question because there's some people that don't want to let go of their, their yeah. anger and so forth. Right. But if, if you've tried it at the physical level to do it and they don't want it, one thing you can do is call for intense action of violet flame to go into the situation and they might turn around. The violet flame might have that impact. But the most important thing is to get free of karma from your perspective. You can't control them, but you can, you know, you can control yourself. Right. Forgive them. If there's been an injustice, let God deal with that injustice and work on yourself. And you can be free even if they choose not to be. I see. Yeah. Well, now let's turn to the other requirements for the ascension. What does it mean to fulfill our divine blueprint, our, our reason for being? And how can we know what it is? Well, again, this goes back to teaching that we are unique in cosmos. You say there's billions of souls, and there are. But God has created us, each one, individually with a unique divine plan and a role in this cosmos. And as Mrs. Prophet mentioned, we this is not just this lifetime, but many lifetimes we've been working on this. Know that part of your divine plan is making your ascension. And the things that you're pursuing, if they're positive, they're constructive, and you feel in your heart they are, then very much likely they are part of your divine plan. Mm -hmm. Don't get diverted. Off yeah. into, you know, collecting, you know, birdhouses or something, you know. <laughs> I have nothing against birds, I can assure you. How did you know? <laughs> but, you know, be focused and know if you're doing it for God and for this planet, it's part of your divine plan. Yeah. yeah Sid, this has been a great program. We've, <laughs> we've got to bring things to a close. But before we go, we'd like to mention once again, after, uh, you know, the launch of our very first online mini course, What is the Ascension? Available at summituniversity.org slash ascension intro. Yeah. And the full course, Ascension, the Goal of Life, is also there at summituniversity.org slash goal of life. And don't forget the launch of our new dynamic website for the Keepers of the Flame fraternity where you can sample lesson one absolutely free. Mm -hmm. Simply go to tsl.org slash keepers for all the details. And that's all the time we have this week. I want to thank Sidney Bennett for all that he brings to this program, and it is considerable. And as always, God bless and keep all of you, our faithful listeners, for being there and sharing your heart flames with us. Please join us again soon. Yes, and until then, remember, though the upward path may be difficult, the rewards are out of this world. Thank you again for joining us this week for The Open Door. This program is broadcast live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. For more information about The Open Door and the Summit Lighthouse, please visit our website at www.tsl.org. We'll see you again next week.